Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Dad and Buried podcast. I am your host, Mike, a.k.a. Dad and Buried. As you all know, I am an Instagram star. Someone actually promoted, so I wrote an article for um, prevention.com, and when they shared it, they said, Instagram star, and I, I emailed the editor, and I'm like, really? She's like, would you prefer influencer? And I'm like, nope. <laughs> nope. I, nope, I, I prefer human being just on the internet. Yeah, star is is incorrect, and influencer is humiliating. Um, so about, let's go with neither. What about webmaster? Webmaster. Of, webmaster of dadandbury.com. Well, I am that's, the webmaster of dadandbury.com. Yeah, that's true. Um, not that anybody goes to it anymore, thanks nope. to Facebook and Mark Zuckerberg yeah, and fake news. It's Facebook. Um, but I still I'm thriving on Instagram. Um, and I'm still on Twitter and on Facebook. I'm even on TikTok. As you know, I'm sure you're one of my yeah. 65 devoted followers who like to watch yep. me apply chapstick. Yep. Because you are a social media lurker. Mm-hmm. You are not a joiner. No, no, sir. No way. Uh, I mean, I think just to be you know super upfront about it, I'm pretty sure that my methodologies have turned out to be the correct ones. Oh, are you? Yeah. You know what? I'm putting some joy sure. back into the world. Are you? What are you doing? Very angry, angry joy. Every... <laughs> you know what? It exists. Angry joy exists. Okay, that's true. Deal with it. Is so that, we're going to get some that, angry joy tonight. Isn't there like a German word that's not schadenfreude, but it's like something like that, where it's angry you know joy? You're the poor Maybe that is. Fassbender, so you tell us. I'm, I'm the poorest of you all of the, the poorest. Um, but speaking of angry joy, we're taking a little bit of a different tack tonight, because even though I am still quite angry, um, mm-hmm. and I think a lot of during the time of uh, Corona, mm-hmm. coronavirus, um, but we did want to take a little bit of a break. It does happen to be April Fools. Want to lighten it up a little look bit? At us, look at us a changing tack. Ago, a few months ago, we did an episode. What are your uh, least favorite parts about parenting, or what do you hate about parenting? And uh, this week, we're going to do what do you love about parenting? Yeah, get, that was just one episode. What? 56 episodes, just that one time we did, we did it about what do you hate. We only so. titled the episode that once, but it's the sure. entire all-encompassing yeah. thing. Um, except this week. This week, you know, we're, we're on the positivity tip. Positive vibes. We're, 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 we're getting into our mind space. And let me tell you, I think people are ready for some positivity. It's been tough. It's like day 20 of the quarantine here in New York. Yep. Um, and people need to, A, you know, maybe talk about something besides uh, the global pandemic that is destroying all of our lives um, yeah. and lighten it up a bit and get a little exactly. step out of character for me yep. a little bit. You 100%. are a pretty positive guy in general. I am. And a you love parenting. Guy. And I absolutely, well, first of all, you know, I love parenting, but I also love pandemics. As <laughs> you know, that's true. I constantly, first of all, actually, it was the other day I was, um, uh, I sprayed my. I have bike gloves, like thin, like uh, like neoprene type bike gloves that I wear because I bicycle everywhere. And uh, yep. <clears throat> yep. But when I came in, I was spraying my gloves with uh, isopropanol. It's just like alcohol spray because I was touching things. I was shopping. Uh, um, and you know what it made me think of? I, I am legend. I am legend. Your yeah. favorite movie of all time. Guess what? It's all part of it. It's meant to be. It, it was sweet. I'm sitting there spraying it down. I'm like, wait, this reminds me of like I am legend. And then I was like, wait, maybe I am I am legend. So so for people who don't know, one of the first times I met you, um, not the first time, but I think once I moved to New York and then I met you then, um, there was a running joke, which may or may not have been a joke among some of our friends, that I am legend was your favorite movie. 
Um, this was years I, ago. I think it was so. because I, I enjoyed the movie one time, yes. and then I think I made the mistake of saying, actually, that was a pretty good movie. Pretty much that was the context but of... But being that you're not a pop culture or movie guy, you don't talk about movies that much. So when you do, it stands out. And you mentioned that, and you're probably the only person in the world who has ever said that this is my favorite movie of all time and stand and you continue to stand by it and now the okay. fact that basically you're to blame for what's happening right now okay got it ipso facto yeah ipso facto it's my fault um i've told my family a number of times the next pandemic i've selected a couple members of my family that i don't <laughs> want to be part of don't want to be quarantined and they know who they are so uh yeah so next next pandemic we have it all when i was so when i was a little kid in elementary school we did some kind of thought process where um some like a thought experiment you were in a bunker and there's radioactivity outside after like the nuclear war this is the 80s this is what we talked about in class um and it was like how do you how, who do you select to like go find out it was like a moral ethical right. quandary like who do you select to find out if it's still safe out there or not or there's radioactivity and were you and like I, the nerd i made a really oh, twisted that's, scenario that's, with the i made a really twisted scenario where i was like choosing you know the weakest and all this stuff i thought i was being provocative i was being provocative people loved it and you know what that was the birth of uh, dad and barry to think Okay. It wasn't because you were actually playing the clarinet and people all of a sudden started to think to themselves, hmm, maybe the guy playing the clarinet should go out and check out what's no, going on. No, it was more like I started playing the clarinet in the bunker to get people to flee to their death because they hated it so much. Oh, well, that's a smart move. Yeah. All right, so what do we got? Funny story. Real quick, oh. funny story. I've said that when we get to 200 um, ratings on Apple, I was going to play the clarinet, but I don't have my clarinet. But what I do have is my son's recorder. Oh, uh, yes. And you know what I learned? How, I learned how to play Led Zeppelin's Immigrant Song <laughs> on the recorder. <laughs> I can play that on the recorder. So when we get to 200, I'm going to post some videos of that. All right. Awesome. Just FYI. <laughs> That's kind so of content. So if you, want, if, if you want to support us, yes. give us some more, some more ratings on, on Apple Podcasts. Get that recorder. <laughs> if you want to hear yeah. that recorder. And you can subscribe and listen to us wherever you get your podcast. But we do need the ratings on Apple. Um, or you can, you know, if you want, if you want, if you look, you're sitting at home, you're saving a lot of money because you can't go out to the bars and the ballparks and the concerts. You know what? Throw some of that cash on Patreon for us to keep building our amazing content so I can get a fancy microphone like Pete. And you can join the ranks of our friends who are already patrons. So I'm going to run through the names as I always do every week. So Ryan Miller and MS Babayan on Anchor. Thank you very much. On the single dad tier of Patreon, we got Check Your Kids at the Door, Chris Coleman, M. Cedeno, 1980, Mallory McKenzie, Miriam, and Tina Davis. The dad bod tier is Lindsay Woodruff, Andrea Sandoval, Barbara Geiger, Bill D'Amica, Dana Bosday, Jacques Govar, Morning Glow. The father figure tier, Wes Clark, Jennifer Wynn, my old friend Julie McCarthy, and Paul Apolsky. And in the world's greatest dad tier, Mary Williams and Julie Burton. Julie Burton is KSU Julie on Instagram, where we're going to hear from her. She uh, submitted a comment for our uh, What You Love Most or What You Like Most About Parenting episode this week, which we're about to get into. So right. thanks to all of those folks. Thank you, guys. Very generous. Thanks to everybody who subscribes and listens and gives us a rating. Yep. Um, and I apologize in advance for uh, Immigrant Song on the recorder. Yep. Don't, don't apologize, Mike, because we were not there yet. 
You know what? I own it's it. It's going to take us another. It's going to take. By the time we're out of quarantine, we might have two hundred raises. We only it's, need four more. We're at one ninety six. Like I said, by the time we're out of quarantine, <laughs> I shouldn't have mentioned the recorder. People are going to start deleting their ratings. Yeah, exactly. All right, guys. So we'll right after this, we'll be back. April Fools. All right, guys, let's get into this. It is April Fool's Day, and we're not playing a practical joke on you. We really are going to talk about the reasons we love parenting um, and why we love our kids. Although I'm not going to really, I'm not going to talk about why I love. My you know kids. what? You know what? It's, it's I can see it in your face. I can hear it in your voice. It's hard, man. You're, you're Look, man. You, you've built your entire brand. This is so off-brand for you, Mike. What's going to happen? Been- I have been, not only have I been hating parenting for the entirety of my nine and a half years of parenting, for the past 20 days of the quarantine, as my wife has been self-isolating because she has COVID symptoms, I have been single parenting, um, stuck in the house alone, um, and now we're doing a why I love my kids thing, and the, let me tell you, it's not, <laughs> not going to be easy for me. I'm this not in the best mind space for it, yeah. but this is what we need. This is when we need it yeah. most, when everybody is struggling, everybody is stuck in the house, and they need a reminder. Yeah. Why do we do this? Why do we like parenting? Why do we love our kids? Lie to me. Yeah. Well, okay. So he, I will. I thought of something today, which actually, uh, first of all, these little goobers, uh, they do make me laugh. And goobers, today, those are your kids. Yeah. 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 My goobers. What do you uh, like better, goobers or raisinets? There's no question. Goobers. Eh, there's a question. Is there? They Is both there a suck. question? Yeah. They both suck. That's actually a good point. I was. That was a tough. That was a tough one. Um, <laughs> <clears throat> but so the, but sometimes most of the time it's unintentional. Some every once in a while they, oh, yeah. they, they go. But you know the, this with Corona the, as kids do everything is. Oh, I'm getting Corona. He's giving me Corona. Oh, really? Like everything is. Oh, I'm getting Corona. Dude, gross. So Stop giving me Corona. Not really. It's just more around mealtime and just you know someone's <laughs> like trying to trying to like haze someone else by like giving them a wet willy and it's all of a sudden Oof. everyone's got corona yeah and so that 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 uh do you give I mean, noogies in your in your house no no noogies there is a lot of wrestling don't forget i am what about um wrestler purple nurples was that the nipple twist nah. well nah. you mentioned wet willies That's our nurples our nurples are are regular colored always there's no nurple action i, I never i never was into nurple purpling nobody's into nurples nobody's into purple nurples i know i know so i'm not i'm not like advocate i'm not that's not even something i'm putting in out well you talk about wet willies wet willies yeah. purple nurples yeah. and noogies anything and to do with your, you, yeah just stuff. like just wrestling and then you know they're just they're you know throwing punches and they're they're you know making each other sick with their disgusting bodies that's that's the kind of thing well, that makes you're me you're talking about wet willies is making me sick so maybe you should look in the mirror uh, okay we start casting Casting aspersions at your I kids. I will, because I'll make myself sick. All right, so let's see. What, what do we got? So see, my, my, my favorite comment may have been the, the the first one at the top here that I put here, where Sarah underscore Gannat, Gannat, I believe we got her pronunciation once in the past. She said, I am literally crying laughing so hard that you are doing this topic this week and asking for topics or for comments. And I don't know if she's saying that because it's absurd that two guys who have spent 58 or yeah. nine episodes 
bitching about their kids and why parenting is the worst thing ever is tackling a why we love parenting uh, topic, or if it's because it's in the middle of the pandemic where we're all stuck in our homes and we're all being driven crazy by our kids. But it doesn't matter because it's a good point. It is funny that we're doing it. It's an April Fool's joke, not because we're not doing it. Like, like people think when you do April Fool's, you're going to pull a rug out from under them and say, no, we're not doing that. We're doing it. You know why? Why? <laughs> this is like remember. April Fool's Inception where, is it April Fool's? Actually, it's a real topic, but it's remember. April Fool's that we're releasing it. We don't know what's I literally going on. have no idea what day it is, let alone yeah. what date. There we go. Yeah. But we did, get, we did get a lot of comments, which I think is funny, right? So presumably the people that listen to us like to hear us bitch about our kids, and they agree with a lot of this stuff. But well, apparently they're all a bunch of saps. Well, don't forget. Look, here's the thing. It's not the kids per se – if the kids are can be are great individually, sure. you know, you have individual sure. moments with your kids, and you're like, "This is awesome," right? You, you yeah, well, we'll, 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 sure. we'll see. But then it's just the constant. It's the go brush your teeth twenty times. That's the parenting part where you're like, "I've now said this thing." I've asked nicely, and now I'm screaming my head off, and it's about brushing your teeth, which is the easiest thing in the world, which I don't understand why you can't just go downstairs and brush your teeth and get off your brother and start giving I literally, I literally said to my nine-year-old today, I said, all of the things that I get frustrated about are the same things I get frustrated about every day, and it never changes. Yeah. Like, make an effort. Like, if I'm telling you this, when you take off your clothes, don't drop them on the floor. If I have to say that every single day, 5,000 days in a row, maybe in the 5,001st, you realize, hey, he's going to get mad if I do this and I won't do it. Like, what does it take to, to change the behavior, Pete? Right. I anyway, we're supposed to be talking about what we love about it. <laughs> <laughs> we just immediately <laughs> old, got habits, old habits die first, hard, guys. First one. So the first time where we get a little, a little section that I like to call hugs and snugs, uh, okay. which is really, I think, undeniably, especially when they're younger, the best part about having kids is um, the affection that you get from them and the cuddles and the snuggles, as we call them here in our house. And OG Brenna, who... In another lifetime, I actually worked with this is another person. Well, back when I lived in Boston, as my first job out of college, I worked with OG Brenna. Um, she is suburban snapshots on uh, on Facebook. She's a photographer and an animal lover. Um, and she said that my my daughter, she only has one kid. She said my daughter will be twelve in two weeks, and she still reaches for hugs when she wakes up. Twelve, uh, not a teenager yet. That's gonna stop, right? No, my parade, Brenna. <clears throat> Yeah, my uh, my twelve year old. Uh, she we we still give hugs and You're cuddles and stuff, but she's of... yeah in the twilight. It's sort of yeah. <laughs> the dusk because uh, pretty soon it's whatever, Dad. So Keir Golden says she loves the unprompted random hugs, the signs of appreciation, and hearing "I love you." So my toddler is four. I guess I don't know if that's officially a toddler anymore, but I'm calling him one. Um, he will just all the time. He'll be like, "Dad," I'll go, "What?" Be like, "I love you." He says, I love you all the time. It's very cute. It's yeah. very cute. Um, and I have a game I play with my nine-year-old where we try to beat each other to saying I love you. Mm -hmm. Where I'll go, I'll go, hey. And if he says what, and I go, I love you, then I'm like, point in my column. But if I say hey, and he says, and he guesses it, then he gets the point. Ah, there we, we go. Just That's... like you. We weaponize affection. Don't there we go. There we go. You gamify it. That's it. Gamify love. Gamify it. So, um. Lamers says two-year-olds are dicks, <laughs> but the excitement of them running to meet me when I get home is everything. That faded for me. 
doesn't happen so much anymore because especially now that they have each other, like when I had just one kid, he would run to me. And then as he got older, that faded. And then even the younger one now will usually be occupied with his brother doing something that it doesn't happen quite as much. But it is nice when you walk in the door and you get a quick hug or they run towards you. They're excited. You're home. It is. Uh, yeah. My, when I come home, um, they all start running. And of course, it's like it's somewhere in between like around mealtime. And yeah. immediately my wife's like, Stacy. <laughs> so like, the kids are on the stairs like, hey, dad. And I'm like, hey, what's going on? But I've got bags and stuff like I'm yeah. carrying. You, I've got gear that I'm trying to like, get on. Neoprene bike gloves. Neoprene bike gloves that I'm taking off from. I'm spraying down like I am legend. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, you know, everyone's like all over. I'm like, oh, hey. and, then, and then and then two seconds later, it's like immediately everyone's hanging on me. And it's like I'm supporting now all these kids, and I'm like, I okay, now you. get, and I'm like, get the hell off me, yeah. <laughs> like you know, I start throwing kids off me, and like you only have so much time changes. for that kind of stuff. Okay? It changes. It, go, it goes from real sweet to real. That's oh, the thing. See, that's the thing. These these moments are like pure gold, and then they just They're they fleeting. go quick. Yes. They go real quick, and they change into something else. Like if I if I my my uh, youngest my son is actually very cuddly, but the thing is, is he'll my hug, too. and then. One second later, it'll he'll just start to tighten his grip, and the next thing he wants to do is he just wants to get into headlock. Like he just wants to change it. Yeah, he's a little bit stranger. Exactly. So it's funny because I've Which said I this before. When people ask about like parenting, or whatever, I'll say like the the peaks are incredibly high, but the valleys are much more plentiful, right? So like the the peaks go super high but the baseline is really it's pretty low it's pretty low it's pretty and consistent it's that every once in a while you yeah, get yeah. that peak it's like smoking crack right yeah you smoke the crack and you're like wow this is amazing i feel so great and then it's gone and you just exactly. gotta you really get Listen, if you guys are out there the your life. if anyone for one random reason or another is listening to this and hasn't yet had a kid just start smoking smoke crack, crack. It's just so much easier, and it just it, you get all the benefits of the the parenting, but just with with none of the responsibility. And who knows, maybe you lose some teeth. Yeah, so, right. That's yeah. that's meth. You lose you lose teeth with crack. I'm pretty sure you can lose some teeth on crack. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. Um, so, sure. So so teeth. Jess Gwinko says uh, she loves the same thing when she picks her son up or gets home. He picks him up from school or gets home. He runs to her, shouting, "Mama." Mandy JT says, seeing that look of absolute joy on your kid's face when they see you. P. Delb says, the hugs and kisses and the sweet moments when they're not being dickheads. Again, few and far between, but it makes it all worth yeah. it, Pete. Yeah. Um, Roe verb. So it's R-O-E verb. And I don't know if it's R-O-E-V-E-R-B, like Roe V-Herb, some other Supreme Court case. I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> says that she loves the cuddling. And she says, now that my daughter is older, we do more stuff together, which is yes. another thing oh, that we're going to get can't into. Wait. I can't wait to get into that one. But tons of people, Candy Stain, uh, Liut Narova, uh, talk about the cuddles and the snuggles. SR underscore 2013 underscore says the unconditional love you get from your kids is pretty off- awesome, Yeah, which I think fades away. It becomes real conditional. Yeah. Real- <laughs> yeah Let's sure just does. put it that way. Like... Uh, Oh, my son, he uh, started the other day was uh, last last week was started just hysterically crying. And I'm like, what's the matter? He's like, you're going to say no. Oh I'm my like, God. what? He's like, and I mean, he was crying so much he couldn't breathe. And I'm like, wait, I don't understand what, it, what I haven't done anything. I just came up the stairs. What's happening? And he's like, I need, I want a game. 
And yeah. I know you're going to say no. I'm like, well, we haven't even talked about it. And then, and then he sat down and he explained it to me. And I said, son, no, no fucking way. <laughs> are you getting that game? Do you understand me? Go back to your stupid crying. I got stuff to do. Okay. And then I went and I started playing Grand Theft Auto right in front of Obviously. Me. Yeah. Vice City. Vice so City. it's funny because people are like, oh, well, my kid runs me at the door. So nowadays, sometimes when I come home, not that I'm coming home during a pandemic because I never leave the goddamn house. But nowadays when I get home, sometimes my son will be waiting for me at the door just to ask for something. Like, <laughs> Dad, yeah. can I have this? Can, yeah, I have yeah, that? Yeah. can I get this game? Right. Can I get this download? Right. No one's no one's hugging anymore. It's just it's just okay. Now he's back. the 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 approver of my 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 apps is yes. back, so I can ask him to approve some apps. One hundred percent. So it's funny. So so the one person said um, that it's the cuddle. So Roverb said, now that my daughter is older and she says she's fifteen, we can do more stuff together. So a bunch of people did say that. Um, mm-hmm. So H. HBMJR said doing all the fun stuff together, skiing, Disneyland, camping, the beach, traveling, all of that stuff sounds yeah. awful to me with kids. It sounds like <laughs> an absolute nightmare. <laughs> camping? Why do you hate yourself? I'm with you. I love you. camping. You I love, love camping. camping. I love camping. I love it. It's awesome. And all that stuff is cool. Although going Disneyland to the beach is... with Going to the beach with kids is an absolute nightmare. So Seth Meyers was one of the many like late show hosts that is like occasionally doing a dispatch from their home during this yeah. thing without the production crew. And he had a whole little riff on uh, how horrible going to the beach is, um, whether there's a social, whether there's a pandemic or not. He's like, it's not even the worst thing that could happen at the beach. The beach is horrible. And I'm, I'm looking at him the whole time. I'm like, I agree with you, man. Um, no, but I, I, I'm with you. I'm with you, uh, or I'm with I'm with this whole sort of genre. I actually, I, I, I think we should do an episode. Of, I, I like doing stuff with my kids. And I found that my older my 12 year old is i really enjoy hanging out with her like we're we like like going a bike you know we do bike riding and stuff and and just going around and just doing more grown-ups grown-up things are does she have her own neoprene bike gloves no because i won't let her obviously because you have to earn (laughs) her mind yeah Yeah. how else is she going to understand her order in the family it goes (laughs) neoprene then wool and then (laughs) terry cloth so AR AR fifteen underscore Roach says having someone to play just dance with and beating them at board games. How so about same kind of thing? Like play video games with them and board games. I played board games with uh, we have Frozen Two board game, which is sort of like Candyland um, yeah. that I've played twice um, in the past couple of days, and it has been um, a nightmare every time. Is that horrible song in it where it goes? Uh, ugh. No, but I walked in the house because I had to run to the pharmacy to get something for my wife. And when I walked back in, my four-year-old had already told Alexa to play the Frozen soundtrack. And then when that yeah. ended, he said, Alexa, play Frozen 2 soundtrack. And then I, I went back out to go to that <laughs> yeah. On the store. Yeah. Thankfully, those are still open. So, <laughs> Well, they're essential. They are essential. Um, check your kids at the door said the dance parties are fun. The kids let it all out. Yeah, yeah no. Uh, definitely not doing, definitely not doing dance parties, but definitely like the, uh, video games, older thing, uh, ice skating, any, anything with coordination, soccer. They, girls. Coordination. they don't do dance parties. <laughs> yeah. Girls can play soccer too, Mike. I know, but do they do dance parties? Uh, did they? No, I don't. They, well, my, my daughter is a dancer, so she gets home and she's like, doesn't really want it. Oh, and she does TikTok all day and it's right. awful. 
And so I've really shut down. I'm like John Lithgow. I'm like, there shall be no dancing, no more dancing. Oh, Footloose. I was like, what are you talking about? Yeah, it's all Footloose reference. But uh, but just constantly TikToking. And this is a TikTok move, by the way, so everyone will know. That's watching. The tic- that's the TikToking pantomime. Isaline yep. um, with four eyes in the lean part, L-I-I-N. And he says, hugging my girls, cozy activities like snacks at 4 a.m. Snacks at, at 4 a.m.? What are you doing? Uh, that's I don't, not a good, that's if not that a good was the way I was bonding with my kids, I wouldn't even know their names. Because I'm never <laughs> doing that. Um, going for walks with them and watching movies. Watching movies was, was a fairly popular one that came up too. Um, again, don't want to rain on anyone's parade, even though it's sort of my brand. Watching movies with kids uh, can be frustrating, but we'll get to that a little bit later. So you mentioned earlier that, that you love how your kids can uh, make you laugh, um, yep. often unintentionally, but sometimes not. And a yeah. lot of people said that. Caitlin B. Cooper said the silly, nonsense, rambling toddler stories. So, so I like the way So Deadly put this, S-E-W, Deadly. She said, they say some wild shit <laughs> that yeah. makes me laugh, which is true. Starry High, H-Y-E, says, watching my kids' sense of humor develop. They're really yeah. funny. Now, yeah, yeah, yeah. so my kid... Um, I really want my kids to have a good sense of humor. And my nine-year-old um, loves jokes. Um, his jokes are just the bottom of the barrel. <laughs> They're not even like knock-knock jokes. They're yeah. just like horrible puns that aren't really puns and aren't really jokes. It's just it's just a fight. It's just a struggle. Right. But right. I really want him to hone his craft. Okay. So you're getting him out there? Pandemic began. <laughs> yeah, I'm getting, getting him out in front of the mics. mic. Yeah. You got to get yeah, those yeah. reps in, 10,000 hours. Um, yeah. But it's funny because I sh- I've shown him a lot of movies, but like the comedies, not so much because a, a lot of them are like dated and the comedies we love when we were kids are a little bit iffy. Um, like if I try to show ask, him Airplane, he wouldn't are you, get most are you, of it. Are you laughing at the jokes or are you looking at him like, ah, ah, at the jokes? No, like, is I'm, he being judged oh, the by movie, the... When I'm watching the movies, I thought you said... Yeah, yeah. I mean, does he feel you like, oh my God, this movie? I guess it's First funny. First of all, I thought you were saying when he makes jokes, am I laughing? And I absolutely am not. He needs to earn that shit. I tell him, work on your material. Right. Um, when it comes to funny things, movies, I haven't really shown him any of the comedies that I like. Like the, he, the stuff he likes, like slapstick, goofy stuff, Captain Underpants. Um, he watched um, The Mask with Jim Carrey, which is an abomination. Yeah. Um, that's, not, that's not good. Considering showing him Ace Ventura, but there's some really iffy stuff. So what do you mean if he's well there's like there's like yeah like one of the characters is like trans and they really make it the butt of the joke and it's just weird stuff that i don't necessarily need to get into with him yet um but i'm trying to find good comedies to show him to hone that so there's something called uh so john mulaney i don't know he's a comedian right and he created a children's show even though he doesn't have kids called the sack lunch bunch on netflix which is like it's funny for adults and kids. It's not risque. It's there's a lot of little kids in it, and that's actually he really liked that, and that's actually pretty funny. Um, it's just a, kind of absurd and goofy, but I would advise checking that out if anybody's listening. I enjoyed that on Netflix. Um, I so, think I think that's a, I think it's an important. I've uh, I've banned certain shows that are just mm-hmm. so dumb. They're just yeah. so dumb. Like the humor in them is like uh, some assembly required. Is a show where. It, the premise is really stupid. Uh, kids running a, a, a toy company, and everything is like the most base humor. It's like, 
Yeah. Oh, I thought you said a duck. And the people are like, ha, ha, ha. And, you know, there's canned laughter. It's so stupid. I'm like, you cannot watch these shows. Like, watch Odd laughter. Squad. Cannot handle. It's, yeah. yeah the yeah, other kind so. of stuff, though, is like a lot of shows are like the really snarky and like, why is that stuff? And then your kid starts acting like that. And yeah. you're like, oh, <laughs> either that, that or me. they live with you and they get it from you. And then it makes you hate them yeah. and yourself. Um, so Leona Jennings Ryan said when her son farts and starts roaring laughing, that's one of the things she loves about parenting. Um, KJM Anderson says she loves the funny shit her kid said. It's like when she drops something and her kid calls her first name, like scolding her, like Kim. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's like being the person that like if a waiter drops something, like clap that piece of shit person, which is like funny when you're in junior high. Um, but I guess being called, by by your kid, but your first name by your kid in that situation might be kind of funny. Maybe the my, first three times. My favorite thing ever is when my middle daughter calls me big fella. Okay, big fella. Oh, <laughs> it's yeah. so sweet. It's so Sounds funny. Down, but usually um, she's she's doing something really annoying, and then of course what it does is undercuts my my intense sort of yeah. rage, and then I'm immediately like, oh, now now she gets to do whatever she but wants. But that's Damn. what you got to do. She's hacked the system. Know. She she's knows really, what to do. That's, that's for that cool. I respect her. She's so, a worthy adversary. Or underscore Ackle O R E underscore Ackle says my two point five year old is the most hilarious person I know and makes me laugh daily. Does he know any? Does this person know anyone else? Or maybe no, that's... I think it's just <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. I wrote a blog post years ago um, that I was like, your kids aren't funny. Yeah. And if you're laughing at your kids for them doing goofy, stupid shit by accident, you're going to trap yourself in a hell spiral of the worst jokes you've ever heard and kids thinking that everything they say is funny right. and expecting you to laugh at everything they do for years and years. And it's just a bad idea. Yeah. You, have you know, to be it's discerning. We've been watching America's Funniest Videos, which is one of the shows we watch together. And I, the, the, the reaction is so funny. It's so different from how I react when, like, a kid will take paint and walk through the house. And then, the, the, you know, they've just gone through the living room and the kid's there, yeah. like, in a bucket and of paint. And, the, and the, you know, the wife is like, or the, the dad or whatever, whoever is filming is like, what did you do? <laughs> yeah, right. I, I literally can't even imagine like I'm, I'm enraged rage. just watching yeah. that. Yeah. It's just that's it, and that that's the kind of thing where it's like, oh, you're adorable. That that level of humor. That's not a. I don't. I don't. That's not a. Uh, I'm thing. mostly astonished that um that not only that show still exists, but that someone actually watches it. It's big. It's big. Why in our don't you house. just go on YouTube? Uh, because it gets really dark real quick. Funny videos. <laughs> YouTube. They, they take a left turn like <laughs> one minute in. It's like, oh, okay, this is not funny anymore. So, uh, so let's keep going here. The what next else? category um, is when kids, one of the things people love about parenting is when their kids start to kind of show some of that positive behavior that parents have hopefully been modeling and teaching. Um, I haven't gotten there yet. Don't nope. really see much of that positive stuff. None of my lessons seem to be sinking in. All the wrong stuff to be thinking yeah. well, um, I'm screaming at them just be nice. <laughs> stop yelling to everyone honestly but you honestly, don't have corona okay, maybe you do i'm gonna give you all corona. yeah andrea underscore hugger um says hold on I, I actually skipped the page by accident andrea underscore hugger says that watching her kids hit new milestones is very rewarding for her the youngest just took her first steps Ah, isn't okay. that sweet? Independence or 
NJ, hopefully, NJ yeah. Clugston says watching them reach each milestone stuff gets me, that stuff gets me in the feelers. It's very sweet. KSU Julie says, my teen and tween can now outwit me. It makes me proud to see the women they're becoming. There now, you go. I do want to say, if you're getting outwitted by your teen and tween, maybe it's time for some self-reflection. Right? <laughs> you know, I'm sure your kids are smart and all, but. You know what? Oh no, 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 no! What's happening? I, I, I've already, I've had a couple run-ins with not just my oldest, my middle too. There was the other day. She goes, "Dad," if and she pointed to something, and I was in the middle of washing or doing something, and I turned around, uh, washing the dishes. That is not washing my body. That would be weird. I should hope not. And um, I do. I don't. I don't ever do that, of course. Um, so I turn around, and I could tell she just took something. And she was just standing like, what are you doing? And she goes, what? What'd you, what are you, are you trying to, I invented that. What are you trying to do? What did you take? And I was like, did you take your phone? Like, what did you take money or something? And you have and no she, idea what you have. I have no idea. So she, she goes, got to go, big fella. And then your neoprene bike gloves. Yeah. And then I She's laugh. dying for those. You know what? If she takes them, maybe she might because they got Rona on them. <laughs> well. <laughs> well. It's getting positive real fast. Yeah. You know what? Jan Janice Sachs says she loves to see her kids blossom. They're 16 and 19, and I love seeing them as the humans I always hoped for. Oh, my God. That's that's a very sweet thing to it say. Is. I hope I get there someday. Yeah, I really – I look forward to that. I look forward to the, them getting older. and, and Reader, actually, Me too, and moving out of the house. Reader19, R-E-I-D-E-R, says, I love seeing my son's kindness and concern when we're sad or hurt and the snuggles he gives us to help us feel better. Sounds like he's young. Yeah. Young we get that too, where our kids get concerned sometimes. Like if we're sad, they get sad, or they want to give us hugs and snuggles, and that's very nice. Right. The compassion is nice. Mm -hmm. um, Suzanne Marie 25 says that watching them grow up to be good people and then they gave her grandkids to spoil. So she's a grandma. Oh. I wonder well, how many gran nice. grandparents uh, uh, listen to us and follow me on Instagram. Maybe I'll have to ask that. Nah, there are a few. I wouldn't. Just one. Just assume. Just you know what? It's like testing. Just just assume. Casey Horrell says she loves seeing them grown up, grow up and learn cool things and do good things. I do. That actually is really sweet. I love um, – there's a couple memories that I just two. Just that I have of, of my of going going into my son's room and and uh, uh, he and my middle daughter just sitting there like playing really sweetly together like just so, completely playing like having just the greatest conversation with toys I, it was that's I love that that's stuff. another thing that has come up the next one Charlie Jisex says when the kids actually get along and work together it may only last half a minute but it's wonderful. Yeah. And then, and then Nixie eighty one N I X I eighty one says, "My kids are grown, but I love that they are friends and they laugh like crazy when they're together." So definitely, especially like right now, I'm in the throes of kudos to Nixie. That's that's good. That's that's what you want. Kids, my two kids butt heads all the time. Obviously, they're only nine and four, um, but it is nice to to dream of a day when they're friends and they get along and they're not constantly at each other's throats. Yeah. I mean, you use the word butt heads, but um, look, there's other adjectives to describe. Okay. So you know what? I use plenty of adjectives. Maybe if you were on Instagram, you would know, but you're not because you're a Luddite. Yep. So uh, a handful of people like the new perspective that kids give them. And this is one of the stereotypes of having kids where it's like, oh, once you have a kid, you, you know, you experience childhood again or you see things through their innocent eyes. I don't really find any of that to be true. Um, but some of these people do. Uh, 
Count the waves says the way I love the way kids get excited about the smallest things. I wish I could be more like my kids. I, uh, I, I, I know what, I know what this is. It's actually, I have to say, I really enjoy having three. Uh, there's something about that number. Um, and also I think I mentioned this in one of the earlier episodes, but it was it wasn't until the third one that i got to really enjoy my son like i got to like because i well, because the first one you're like what the heck is going on the second right. one you're like oh my god this is crazy and by the yes. third one it's like i already am dealing with two the third the third one was like a 15 percent extra effort not even maybe five percent extra effort. yeah well you care so, less about him though so. I, I that's actually true remember my story about the game he was, yes. as he was crying earlier you're not yeah, getting so. shit, man Exactly. No. So he, he just just to be like more chill and just kind of zone it, like you know, zero in on some of the things. He has the most innocent way of asking, "Dad, do you know?" Like, and just yeah. I love that three and a half seconds where he's gonna like, "Do you know that Rock Devore?" You know, so telling me some fact that he picked up about like Pokemon or something. And it's just like with all sincerity, he just delivers this. You know what? Little little nugget of knowledge, and I love that. You know what, Pete? I'm really proud of the way you're embracing the this week's topic. You're yeah. really opening your heart and letting everyone know. So yeah, the real, lowest lowest ratings ever. Just <laughs> the real underscore Eliza Chavez says the same thing. The way my kids' eyes light up when she's excited or learning something new. Yeah. Mandy Max one twenty three says she loves um, seeing the world through their innocent eyes. They're not that innocent, okay? They're naive you know and ignorant. <laughs> you know what? Are you sure that was uh, not, that? That sounds a little like. In different contexts, a little serial killery. Oh, I want to see think, the world. Your yeah, eyes. I want to put on their face. Yeah. Um, toys and movies was my next thing because a bunch of people said Ted Theo says he loves getting to play with toys again. Jay McBierley, Jay McBierley says reliving all your childhood memories and toys, aka Lego pieces, rockets, and Nerf guns. Um, Quinny Pig six. Instead of guinea pig, it's Quinny pig. Six five seven says, "I love getting to rewatch all my favorite childhood films with my boy. Amazing!" So, that's a double edged sword. I was able to get my kid into Star Wars. He's a big Star Wars guy. He loved pretty much all of those from the get go. He also likes the prequels. Um, but sometimes I'll try to show him something, and like ten minutes in, he'll be like, "Can we watch something else?" Or usually he waits until it's long enough in that it is now too late to start a new movie right. and then we get in an argument. But yeah, like yeah. you're really putting your heart on the line when you're like, I'm going to show him it's finally time. I'm going to show him one of my favorite movies and then they don't appreciate it or they're bored and they don't like it. That hurts. It's hurt. Yeah. It's like a, it's like a, a knife in the heart. Well, that, that's when you just like when you it. show your kids, I am legend. If they don't like it, yeah. they're going to just be crushed. Oh no, they like it. They like it. They like <laughs> it does real it? hard. Yeah. Come on. The classic, um, no, but I, I think uh, it's the, the playing. I, I I definitely you know enjoy playing. I used to play a lot when I was a kid. Like oh, you know, toys. that's one of the things. Like I used to be like, oh, build Legos. Like go in your room and just like build something amazing. And of course now Lego, as awesome as it can be, has kind of has kind of like screwed the pooch because it's like everything is so specific. Every yeah. piece is like so well, like, like a dragon a scale. Yeah, yeah, it's like a dragon scale or like a moving part or something like that. And you're like, there's like the actual little blocks that there there aren't in fact I saw a set recently that now they're going back and they're literally just selling like 
like 700 red blocks, yeah. you know, 700 green blocks. And like, so you know, my kid kind of will make like a big Avengers vehicle. Yeah. And you make it and then you're done with it. And then it's like, Oh, you're not done I with it. You got to keep around. it. Yeah, you yes. got to keep it around. Yes. Oh, and little pieces start to fall off of it. Oh, 100%. They're all yeah. over the place. And yeah. uh, But, like, that's, that's the thing. Right. Like, you can't modify it anymore. It becomes like a work of art that you need to preserve forever. Yeah. And then you just, all of a sudden, you can't use those Legos anymore. Look at us as a society. Where yeah. have we gone? So, Brian Such says he loves teaching his four-year-old to appreciate classic Simpsons episodes. Okay. The later ones are trash. So, I've done this. With my kid, I wouldn't do it at four. Um, so I started showing my kid The Simpsons a couple of years ago, and there's some questionable stuff. Where just like you have to answer questions, right? Where you have to be like, "Oh, this or that or that," because the jokes can be pretty pretty sophisticated. And some of them are iffy. Uh, I do agree that the later seasons are definitely trash. I think it probably peaks around season ten or eleven, um, and then I really haven't watched it in like it's been on for like thirty years. I haven't watched it since like two thousand and two. Um, but I, cause you think it's a cartoon. Oh, I can make my kid watch it. And he definitely thinks some of it is funny, mostly Bart. But as you get older, you realize that Homer is actually the right. funniest character. But when you're a kid, like Bart's a wise ass and he hates school and that kind of stuff. And they like that. But there is some questionable stuff that you need to explain. Um, but I do agree with Brian Such about uh, The Simpsons is, is probably one of the two best half hour shows of all time. Yep. Seinfeld right. and I'm Simpsons for me, my man. I haven't. I've I've only started watching uh, I watched Jane the Virgin with my older daughter. I've not seen that. It's it's really clever. It's, it I is heard. a little bit. It's 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 a little bit more mature. There's elements that are are questionable. Oh yes, they're in the title. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Um, but overall, it's a it's a it was a really interesting show, and I'd much rather have her watch that stuff. And actually, I'd much rather just talk to her about the stuff that that they're talking oh. about that um, than not. So. Now we're getting into the section here where, where it's a little bit more in line with the typical tone of our show, um, where people sent in kind of the perks, the things that they get out of parenting, not just about loving their kids. Yeah. Um, so AMRTNSN13 says, loves the parking spaces they put up front for families with small kids. I'm looking at you, Ikea, she says. You love Ikea. Wait, what? I don't think do they, they do have that it? in uh, don't, New York they City. Don't think, they don't do yeah. that in Brooklyn. Oh. Um, Missy V 1108 says, I always have snacks now, <laughs> which is true. <laughs> you always got some kind of junk. Um, Delilah laughs, D-A-L-I-L-A -L -L -A laughs says, I make my kids pull the nasty shit out of the drain after I'm done doing the dishes because I hate doing it. There you go, Delilah. Little servants. Yeah, that's like me with my uh, come football season. It should have happened this oh, year. Yeah, go get me a beer. Go get me a beer. And then it's like the whole pageantry. I got menus written up. Yeah. What do you want? What kind of snacks do you want? Check which one. Love it. Well, so good. Hopefully we'll have football season this year. It lasts about eight minutes before my wife comes in and is like, <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> what are you Just doing? immediately. Yeah. Underscore Aladora underscore says, you can make them do all the shit you don't want to do and call it chores. <laughs> that's right right i've uh these are your tours if you want your allowance well there we go well so we've started to implement uh so money is starting to register uh, -oh. uh with everyone now it's good because well my, my son doesn't know the difference between a penny and a quarter which is great actually my, well my 12 year old knows exactly how much money so it's much easier to get my son to make my bed for a penny <laughs> versus oh, a quarter yeah. <laughs> which is pretty steep but he uh he actually did a pretty good job um, no so, I think so making a bed making the bed is a scam that's what i well 
Okay. There you go. Mrs. Henderson0309 says, helping make meals and cleaning as a teen. She has five boys, 14, 10, and six are still at home, and she loves anything that's not related to fighting, which trying to make them do chores is probably going to bring up some fighting. Um, and then there's a bunch of people who just who just let fly with the snark. Um, Jamila Zaid says, I think it makes me happy and feel good when my kids are being nice, obedient, and non-irritating. That's the only one I can think of. <laughs> it's all she could come up with. Yeah. Um, Miss Lee C says they're cute when they sleep. Mm-hmm. The Big Z, uh, B-I-G-G-S-Y, says, I love using my kids to get out of things. And it is an ironclad excuse. I oh, that is, that is a so wonderful thing. Blake Westbrook says the same thing. Says using them as an excuse to get out of crappy events. Sorry, we can't come. The baby is sick. Bentini80 says having kids gets you out of social events you don't want to attend. Sorry, we can't get a sitter. Yep. Or it's the baby's nap time. It really is. Especially when you're... Um, when your kids are younger and not as many of your friends have kids and they don't necessarily understand all that goes with it, it's really easy to be like, oh, I can't, my kid, whatever. Yeah, I mean, there, there is, there's those friends who are like, oh, just bring them, come on. And, of oh, course, they don't have kids. And you're like, listen to no. me. You that will stupid. not be fun for me. It won't be yeah. fun for you. And it won't oh, be oh, oh, come on. Just bring them. I'll take care of them. Oh, really? Oof. For eight minutes? For eight minutes, you'll, you'll like hold a baby and then you'll be yes. like, All right. Now what? Where's my beer? Yeah, I know. I know what's up. So, uh, yeah. And then the, the final section, uh, I, I like to have a random section where I'm not sure where to put comments. And uh, some of these were really deep and profound. Um, and some of them were funny. So uh, underscore AMG Wit says, I love the feeling of being someone's safe place. Wow. Life of Lisa Gale says, it sounds hokey, but knowing I'm my daughter's number one is what she loves the most. I feel yeah. like my life finally has meaning. It's the wow, wrong that's... podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, you right just episode, keep, keep swiping over. There's a couple right of other episode. podcasts to the right or the left of this. That uh... no, but I, let me just let me. I want to say oh, something because no. I think that that's you're gonna get you're gonna get sappy on me, Pete. You know what? I love the fact that I've got a crew, that I have my crew, and I'm like, let's go, let's roll. Someone said just, that. Yeah, we go up and we just like we roll as a crew. We've got like everyone has their place in the team. Yeah, and it's like let's go, guys. And I you love rolling. Deep. We roll so deep because we're we're five, and you know people don't want to invite us anywhere. But when we do go, we roll deep and we roll good, and we bring the we bring the party. I love and that. You ride or die, right? You ride or die. I, well, it's you know, like I said, we we lost Greg with three Gs, so <laughs> that's, that's right. That's a, still, that's a sensitive topic. <laughs> Um, Casey Rack, C-A-I-S-I-E Rack, says that feeling of pride where my heart is going to explode when they do something funny or cute. Eh, take it or leave it. Carrie J, C-A-R-I-E-J-A-Y says the everyday learning and new stuff that happens. Basically everything when he's not being a dick or waking me up early. Good luck with that. Okay. Yeah, um, you can. Um, Ariel in the ATL says she loves that that she and her husband have created something so different from her from themselves, an extrovert. That must be tough. If you're introverts and your kid's an extrovert, we've talked about this where like your yeah. kid is waving at people on the train. That's what my kids were like when they were really young or my oldest. You're like, he's like blowing kisses at gang members. You're like, don't make eye contact. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Muzafari says she loves to see her uh, reflection in them. So she's talking about how she likes to see them act like her mm. um, and make, make, um, underscore do underscore ma'am says watching them learn grow and seeing myself in them 
when I see myself and my kids, it just makes me hate myself even more. <laughs> they have all I'm my not, worst traits. I am the worst. And they yeah. just, the snark and the sarcasm and the stuff that I think makes me such a great hang is really tough in a little kid. And two of us together, it makes my wife just want to bail. It makes she her want to, it makes her want to self-isolate for 20. Wait, hold on a second. Maybe she, maybe that's what <laughs> Wait a, what? <laughs> wait a second. It's weird. We, we, there's music coming from the bedroom right now. <laughs> yeah, what's going on? <laughs> yeah. So Live Life Upside Down says when she loves when they're grown and they move out on their own and you get to choose when they visit. <laughs> oh. They no longer live with you. That is a nice perk. That is a nice perk, yeah. Um, M. Riffin, E-M-R-E-F-I-N, says, I love waiting behind a corner to scare my kids. It's hilarious and they fall for it every time. I like oh, doing that God. too, except that when it provokes tears. And then they it, it are kind of sucks. so dumb, these kids. Every it time, they'll just so like, they'll just, they yeah. will walk down the hallway as if nothing is about hey, to scare buddy, them. Hey, buddy, here's a lesson. Don't trust people. Yeah, <laughs> guess what? Guess what? You're Don't trust the, oh, you trusting the food that you're about to eat? Guess what? Yeah. It's Corona. all Corona. You just got <laughs> Ronad. Yeah. DTA, don't trust anybody. Um, and then a couple of people, Gina Monkey 78 and uh, uh, Danielle MI84 says they love bedtime. <laughs> yeah. So do I, my man. My yeah, kids well, are that's... still awake right now. It's 10 o'clock. That was episode, what episode was that, like 22? What did we do? Bedtime? We've oh, done a lot God. of these. Um, and Daniel M. Potter says he loves those few months where they actually listen to you and they learn something from you. That was a nice couple of weeks. Yeah. On now. Remember when they like actually just sat quietly? Wait, what did you, did you say? Yeah, I think that was um, in the delivery room. <laughs> yeah, exactly. When they slap their feet or whatever, and this is the last time you, you learn anything or they learn anything from you. Yep. That was it. So that was it. So we ran through a lot of uh, positivity today. I did my best to bring us down. That's my job. You did. You did a great job bringing really us down. You really leaned into it. You really opened your heart. I did. I, I my heart is pretty pretty tight, pretty closed up. But I I, I opened it a little bit. I opened it up to those louvers, the the little louver valves on my heart. And uh, yeah, no, there there's. I, I like this episode because I got to got me thinking about all the awesome stuff. And and you know what, I it's been like you said, it's been ten days. Yeah. I the, I, I I'm not. I'm I'm gonna be honest with you. Yeah, for us, for me, I think they because they closed work a week ago. Oh ahead, yeah, I've been at work. The, I've been home for three weeks. So, but they um, the first few days it was really, I thought I didn't think we were gonna last, but yeah. but actually now we've kind of found a routine. Yeah, kind of, hey, kind of kind of into my crew right now, kind of vibing, yeah, kind of vibing into my crew, and I like it. I like the fact that it's like. A little you know it's a little chaotic but you know we're, we're getting everyone everyone needs to pull you know do their do their thing and um you know take care so of their do your uh, job pull their weight belichick says no do, you your job. do your job exactly. so exactly. funny so we did get one comment on our uh, parenting in the time of corona episode last week where we talked about the spring breakers and i did a little rant on the spring breakers on igtv and and Terry K mentioned on YouTube did you hear about the kid who licked a bunch of products at the store oh my god he got charged with terrorism <laughs> As good. good. What and a bunch and of then, those spring breakers got home and got tested positive for corona. Oh my god. Well there, there's there you go. That's it. Florida gone. And by the way, it's not just that, it's the airport you went to. It's like everything that you yep. touched along the way yep. with your diseased ass is now 
Anyway, what what so, Dick has? So we're hoping that this episode was a little bit of a reprieve. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> was a little bit of a happy episode. And next week we'll be back. We don't know what the topic is yet. Um, I know Corona and the quarantine will still be in effect for most of us, um, but we'll come up with something, and uh, we hope you'll stick around. Thanks for giving us some positivity this week. We hope we lifted your spirits, and uh, and we'll be back next week, right, Pete? Yep. Thank you, guys. Give us a rating, Apple, and subscribe. Catch you on the flip flop. <laughs> <laughs>